and welcome to another episode of Mount Davis. This is episode 15 and we are happy to have you. We got a wonderful episode in store. Me and Troy break down NFL Championship Sunday. You got some great action coming your weekend. You got the Packers versus Bucks and the Bills versus Chiefs. Two great matchups that we have been waiting the entire season for. And hopefully we'll make you guys some money. We got we got a couple of locks to put out there and the podcast parlay. I will put all these out on Twitter, so make sure you give us a follow at the Mount Davis. We also talk a little bit of hockey at the end and we cash a few live bets. Um, so hopefully you guys will give it a listen and make some money in the meantime. But anyways, enjoy. Championship Sunday this weekend, you got three Cali quarterbacks and one from Texas. Uh, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Tom Brady are all from California. <laughs> I didn't know Josh Allen was from California. Where's he from? Yeah, uh, I think he's from L.A. I'm not too sure. I didn't look too deep into it, but they said he was from California. And then Patrick Mahomes is from Texas. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. And- Hell yeah, dude. It's going to be a fun, a fun, a really fun weekend. This whole, like, NFL season, you've caught on to, like, these, like, trends and themes. And, like, there was a lot of firsts, this, these playoffs. And now you get into this theme where it's, like, the NFC is, like, these two old quarterbacks. Um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, you know, going at it. They've been in the league for, like, 15-plus years. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> and then you have the two youngest quarterbacks, like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, arguably the future of the NFL. And it's just cool to see because either way, you already got the narrative settled. You already got old versus young, um, out with the old, in with the new. You know, yeah. I think the Super Bowl everyone wants to see is uh, Packers and Bills just because of like Mahomes and Brady is just overplayed and Brady's been to the Super Bowl like eight eight nine times and no one wants to see mm-hmm. that anymore. People people get tired of the Tom Brady comeback story every year, you know? <laughs> For real, it's like seeing LeBron in the finals every year. It's like, "Come on, dog, we get it." So, so I think in terms of bringing some novelty into it, I think uh Packers and Bills would be like the ideal Super Bowl for like the average watcher. Yeah, I mean, shit. If you think about it, bro, and yeah, there there could be a storyline anywhere with these with these four. You know what I mean? And and like you like you pointed out, you know, age or whatever. But but also just, I mean, the fact that you know the Bills haven't been to a Super Bowl in so long. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Also, you know, t- Tampa. You know, not being you know to a to a Super Bowl in in, in over 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, be right back. Keep going. (laughs) You know? So it's a – one thing that I did, you know, want to point out in in this this matchup uh, between the Packers and the Buccaneers was that it seems to me like everyone's going to ride the last time that the Buccaneers played the Packers, uh, which they murk them. And – but honestly, I like the I like laying the points here with uh, with Green Bay. Um, I think that that offense is just unbelievable. Uh, I understand, you know, defense wins championships, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's three there's there's three very offensive heavy teams in the finals, 
Um, and Tampa, you know, is not far away from being a very explosive offense, you know. Uh, just because they're not hucking it 50 times a game doesn't mean that they're not, um, you know, going getting down the field. But as of late, I didn't really like last week's win. You know, um, it was a, a struggle, you know, with the Saints. But honestly, I think that I think that the Packers are going to be able to to maintain the the mo, the, mo, uh, the tempo of the game, you know, from from right off the bat which brings me to a bet that I love in this game. And that is that is uh, a prop that we have. So they, they have these NFL conference champion props, most passing yards, most points by team, most receiving yards, most rushing yards. Okay. So I, <clears throat> I wrote down a couple, but uh, the one that uh, like I was talking about, right here is going to be most rushing yards. I think that this game has the uh, potential to have the most rushing yards um, and that be coming from from either team, of course, but the way it looks uh, right now, I would go with the Bucks doing that. Since they haven't been, Brady hasn't been really hucking the ball, you know, they've been kind of grinding games out. I think they'll, con they'll continue to do that to keep Rodgers off the field. They're going to um, get the ball to play off Lenny. He's been looking good lately. Rojo, uh, let's see if he can get back in this. Um, so, Aaron Jones, he, you know, he he can he can get going, but he gets a lot of touches taken away, you know, the, by Jamal. The Bunny. Bucks, the but or the Bucks stopped the running game for the Packers last time they played, and they didn't have their star left back. Uh, I forgot his name, but apparently he's going to be playing this game, and. Uh, that's a, that that leaves a big question for the the Green Bay running game. Yes, definitely. I just feel like you're gonna have to also you can't stack the box and not expect Rodgers to just throw quick, you know, passes. You know, if if you try to stack the box, he's gonna spread you out. He understands how to to uh, get through, um, you know, these his, his progressions. And, and get get through a game and adjust. And I think that last time what had happened was they had just been – they were just out-coached uh, the last game they played against each other. They were just out-coached. Um, I feel that that that, uh, that whole vibe of, like, you know, they, loot, they lost the first one, they come back, they win the second one. You know what I mean? Well, I, I see that, that type of thing happening. Uh, um, to, comment, to comment on that, like – I was wondering or thinking about this earlier, but I was like seeing, I was wondering how Matt LaFleur has done in the NFL after coach or like face it, playing a game against that coach. So like, let's say he like um, faced Bill Chip, Bill Belichick for the first time and lost. And then in the second game, let's say he, he overcome or overcorrected and, and won the game and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting, interesting to see, what record Matt LaFleur has uh, after he's already played a coach and they did play the books already. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, adjusts his game plan for Bruce Arians, like offense. It'll be fun to see. And like my, my lock bet honestly was uh, Aaron Rodgers over on rushing. I don't know the, the exact number it's set at right now, but I could totally see that being a thing because I was watching a YouTube video and this dude said that the, the Tampa Bay Bucks loved running uh, um, man offense in like the red zone and stuff like that. So you could even see Aaron Rodgers rushing for a touchdown in this game. He almost did it last time they played. But uh, I could totally see Aaron Rodgers scrambling for like a first down or two and then maybe like a couple yards in the red zone in the red zone so i see him possibly getting anywhere above like 30 40 yards and i think his rushing prop is going to be easy to hit um let's see if i could get it here he's he's plus 240 hey, yo yo, uh, yo Aaron Rodgers over 10.5 yards uh i'm going to call that uh, bet bet your your soul on it. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
over 10.5 yards, that's going to be my lock of the weekend. Bet bet $5 million on it. I'll reimburse it if it loses. <laughs> His rushing prop hit last week, too. Remember I was, ta- I, I remember I was talking about that one? Bro, over 10.5, that's going to be so easy for him, especially with this defense. Bro, he could get that in the first quarter. Bro, last week I hit a couple of, uh, of uh, the props that, that we were talking about. Aaron Jones over rushing yards, remember? Gave that one. Yeah, I got, uh, yeah, Aaron Jones. I, I set that one, that one won. Uh, I did over interceptions on on the Ravens and Buffalo game, but none of them threw an interception. That was kind of I got I got Tanyan over four and a half. Yeah, I think that will also be a good one this year or this week because I think they're going to start incorporating him a lot more into their, like, passing game. And maybe even an Aaron Rodgers, like, passing attempts, passing completions, because you know the running game is going to be uh, hard to get, like, going. So they're going to have to rely on the deep ball. So maybe even, like, a Green Bay receivers over on yards because you know Aaron Rodgers is going to have to be slinging that thing. Okay, okay. So, look, at this. Is, these are props for the conference finals that I have that I pulled up. Most receiving yards – out of all four teams, okay? So, mm-hmm. hey, we got Adams. These are the, the four that I picked out of it. Adams plus 300. Diggs plus 300. Kelsey plus 350. AB plus 1500. So, those are the four that I liked out of it. There's a there's a there's a bunch other. Hey, yo, uh, Scotty uh, Miller. <laughs> what what are the odds on Scotty Miller? <laughs> Scotty Miller, he is – he's not on here. They have uh, Cole Beasley plus 1,200. Bro, Scotty Miller's probably like plus 2,000. They have Robert um, Tanya plus 3,000. Alan Lazard plus 240. I could see – I could see Alan Lazard. Just out of like small curiosity maybe. I could Scantling see – 2,500. I could see Tyreek Hill if Patrick Mahomes plays. I could see him if he plays because, honestly, he gets the most deep balls. Um, maybe even a Chris Godwin bet, but with Antonio Brown on the team, I doubt he's going to get many targets. Um, so, honestly, I would go with Tyreek Hill just to play it safe. What if Mahomes doesn't play? But yeah, Let's get Mahomes, into that. If Mahomes doesn't play, then it's probably going to Stefan Diggs or fucking. Yeah, I would probably put Stefan. I would put, yeah, Diggs or Kelsey over Adams for sure. Yeah, that, that's why my. my uh, so AB, I, I chose AB as my long shot plus 1500 because I thought that he would had get those big explosion plays. You know what I mean? It, this is it's, He's been here before. Him and Tom have been here before type of deal. You know what I mean? And then I thought Kelsey, yeah, he's at plus 350, that I would go with him because if Mahomes didn't play, he would get filtered the ball, right? Or the, the, the targets would get funneled to him. And yeah. then if Mahomes does play, which, it, you know, it's looking like it, it he will, that he's still going to get the, the majority of the targets and the catches, right? So after I would stick with him. He almost had the most receiving yards that have been in receiver. You know what I mean? In the whole year. So, you know, I, I like to look at that going forward, to continue going forward. Uh, Diggs, I did like that one, obviously, because, I mean, fucking Diggs. You know what I mean? He I think his so receiving prop is like seven for eight. You know what I mean? The yeah. last eight. Yeah, so he, he was definitely – he's at plus 300, and him and Adams were tied. But uh, Adams is, of course, you know, how can you how can you pass that one up? Also, what, what do you think about who would score the most points? Most points scored out of the four teams. Bills at plus 300. Packers plus 150. Chiefs plus 125. Bucks plus 400. Uh, I'm going with Bucks. They're scoring over both. The, they're, they're scoring over 28 points no matter what. I would go Bucks. Bucks? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just because. That's- Tom Brady is amazing, and so so their, you're saying that the Bucks are going really to good. win? Yeah, I'm favoring the Bucks. 
Oh, okay, okay. Let's get into that then. Let's get into that. Uh, so, do you are you gonna plus three and a half, or that's what it's laying right now? I think the plus three and a half is good to get. Um, I'm gonna go both that and money line. I just plus think money line. I just think the defense is way too uh, aggressive, and I think they're gonna have to make Aaron Rodgers throw the ball. There might be a couple turnovers, you know, unless Aaron Rodgers gets bailed out like he or like he always does. You know, he has those like amazing throws down the stretch where they're just like slightly inbounds off the sideline and stuff like that game against the Cowboys he had a couple years ago. Unless that happens again. I don't see him getting past the Bucks defense. Uh, last time they had a great read on their plays. And, I mean, the Bucks just have a way of marching up the field. They have a bunch of plays where they could get 10 yards if they wanted to. Um, where it gets tricky is where, uh, let's say there's, like, penalties or something on the field, like, those uh, second and long, third and long uh, scenarios get tough for the Bucks because most of their uh, plays are designed for 8 to 11 yards, basically. So once they get to, like, second and long, third and long uh, conversions, that's where it gets pretty tough. So if the, if the Packers should get good jumps on them, who knows? But I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I definitely think they score over 50 points. I think both teams score at least three touchdowns. Um, I think it's a shootout. Okay, so you like the over? Yeah. Over 51. I, honestly, though, to Aaron Rodgers' defense, he tore up the number one defense last week in the Rams, mm-hmm. and he threw all over them, no turnovers. He was, he was unbelievable. And he, they also ran the ball very well on the number one defense. Uh, now, granted, Aaron Donald wasn't in the, for the whole game, but I mean, I, st- I, I, I think that, you know, the side that I'm going to be taking is, you know, obviously the Packers, you know, but I think that they're just, they're too hot right now. I, mm-hmm. I think that that this is Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. This is like, you know, it was like the year Aaron Rodgers said, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. I you know think, what I mean? Like, I, up, he just can't, you know, the dude has done nasty things to, to great defenses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, to the Rams, he put up 32. Uh, dude. You know, he put up 37 on the Saints. You know, he he he, he was able to uh, put up 34 on the Niners. He was able to put up 34. One on the Colts, put up forty-one on the Bears. He put up uh, on the Panthers twenty-four. You know, on the Bears, he put up another thirty-five in the first game of the season. I think that he's actually held his own, uh, you know, against great defenses. And I feel like this defense is getting, you know, you know, maybe the run game may, might not be there. You know, so I'm, I'm actually, I'll go with Aaron Jones for the most rushing yards. You know. Uh, because I think that I got um, I got Leonard Fournette. I think it'll get there, but I think that they're gonna be able to. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Leonard Leonard Fournette playoff Lenny. He was sitting at plus three fifty. Uh, Aaron Jones was at plus two fifty for most rushing yards, but I don't like Aaron. Jo- I'm sorry, I messed up. I'll take that back. But what I meant to say is I don't like Aaron Jones to run the ball a lot. I think if this game gets – it's now back into Aaron Rodgers' hands, and there's a reason they call him Dodgers. Um, I'm going to take Rodgers. I'll lay the points. I'll, I'll even take first half. I think that they – I think that they have a, a good time, you know, uh, in a sense where I think that they uh, – this is going to not be an easy win, but Aaron Rodgers is going to – you know, did you see that interview the dude had after the Rams game? His jersey was fucking white as shit. It was clean yeah. as shit. It was like, dude, didn't and even get touched. So I think when when you can't even touch the dude, you know what I mean? Are they getting Vita Vea back? Yeah. 
I think he's so, playing. Uh, that you know, if he does play, um, I don't, I don't know if it's official yet, but if if he does play, yeah, that is going to be big for them. But I mean, he's not quick to the quarterback. He's just a run stuffer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think that you know, you continue to put Rodgers, you know, in. You know, and then and there you go. There's your rushing. You know, he's, they're gonna fake the the running back a lot. They're that's my lock. <laughs> and then and he's gonna he's gonna boot out. I could definitely see that big time. But, yeah. So my three bets for this game, I'm gonna keep it simple. If I'm going by by confidence, number one, Aaron Rodgers over 10.5 rushing yards, a hundred units. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, Aaron Rodgers uh, passing attempts or completions, whichever one you want it, over. And then Tom Brady, same thing, passing attempts over. Yeah, how are they going to? Easy money. They're going to each get, let's see, I think each team gets 10, 11 possessions. So let's do the math. Let's say Tom Brady throws it four times each possession. That's uh, four times 10, 40 times. Anything low 30s, I'm taking over. Same thing. Yeah, they're going to huck it. They're going to huck it for sure. They're definitely going to throw a lot. So passing attempts are going to be in the high 30s, low 40s. They'll, they'll try to run, though, but they, they, they'll just get back to, all right, let's just shoot out. You know what I mean? Let's just hurry up and score. It should be a really fun game to watch. Yeah, hell yeah. And then they, uh, you get to the Bills and Chiefs. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, hey, here's another uh, quick NFL Conference championship prop for you. Who do you think has the most passing yards? Josh Allen, Brady, Mahomes, or Dodgers? Allen's at uh, plus one seventy five. Brady's at plus two fifty. Mahomes at plus one seventy five, and Dodgers at plus two forty. If Mahomes plays, Mahomes. But if not, Brady. I think Brady has the time. Okay. Okay. All right. It looks like we got our our, our first uh, uh, game where we're actually not on the same side, right? When last week we were on the same side for the games. Or no, you had the you had the Browns. You had the Browns. This, this way it's spicy. Oh yeah. No it's way. Cool. No way. A team was gonna get ten points and not cover. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was easy money for you. That was so fun to play. So I was like 10.5. It, it almost felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow. But, dude, I, I feel like everyone lost this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like these last couple of days have kind of been, you know, not so uh, on the up and up. I mean, there's been a couple here and there for me. But, you know, it's uh, you win some, you lose some, you know. But you live, you live to bet another day. Uh, oh, man. But in terms of getting to this uh, Chiefs and Bills game, let's just assume Patrick Mahomes is playing so we don't have to speculate that. But I would suggest right. getting your I would suggest getting your Bills plus 3.5 bet in now just in case they announce Mahomes is not playing. Yeah, I'm gonna. But either I'm, either way, either way though, like the line's just gonna move to like minus five and a half or something like that, and they could easily cover that against a Mahomesless Chiefs. Yeah, bro. I, I don't. Uh... If Mahomes doesn't play, I think the Bills could win by more than two touchdowns. Do you think that? Uh, shit. I, honestly, I, I wanted to. I I don't know if the. Um, so here's one thing. The Chiefs are 0 8 and 1 against the spread. <laughs> they suck. Okay. Buffalo is 8 and 1 against the spread. Okay. So, do what do I, you know what I mean? What do I, right? That's, that's what, like, it was like, yes, uh, last week when, when I talked about, you know, like, uh, you know, are, are they going to switch things up now? You know, um, 
So last week, Chiefs didn't do it, but they didn't cover the spread again. And it's weird to see, like, these trends because, like, obviously the Cowboys started off shitty. They started off, like, 0-8 against the spread. And then they went, like, on a 3-0 run. So it's honestly weird. The Chiefs could cover any day with Mahomes. But in the playoffs, like, these teams tend to step up. Um, I think the Bills keep it close. You know they have the ability to score. Josh Allen is is a dynamic quarterback. He has a strong arm and could rush for 40 yards given given the situation. And I think he could rush over 40 yards in this game just because the Chiefs are horrible against the run. But they've the Chiefs defense has definitely like come onto itself and they're definitely playing at a different level than they were during the regular season. So I honestly think uh if Mahomes plays, obviously the Chiefs wins. If if he doesn't, the Bills win. I don't see it going any other way. Josh Allen could step up. You know, he could put that rivalry with Mahomes. It would be a cool thing to see the upset if they do play against each other. And it will brew different things for the future, I guess. Because you're going to see these guys go at it in the future, most likely, multiple times. Which is another point I want to get into, but I'll save it for like the end of the podcast. But it was a, a thing I was noticing with the NBA as well. Okay, okay. I uh, well to to answer your question, <clears throat> sorry, I just threw down right now on uh, Colorado second half plus six and a half. Um, so to get to do you answer your question? Honestly, I'm going to go with the Bills plus three, and then I'm going to fade myself and go with Kansas City. Chiefs minus three. I'm gonna lay the points. I think that they get it done this week. I think that they. I think three is uh, you know, is is not, you know, because put it this way, dude. If I, I'm betting on Mahomes playing, right? Yeah. Because if he doesn't, Chiefs minus three is a horrible number. You know what I'm saying? Buffalo is gonna be the favorite, and they're gonna be like minus like five. You know what I mean? I think you get your bet in for Buffalo now, and then if they announce, depending on whether they announce Mahomes, you double down on the Chiefs or double down on the Bills once they announce him. True, true, because then you'll have that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Um, yeah, no, I feel that. I'm going to go with uh, – also, I'm going to go with the over in this game, over 54. I think that there's going to be a lot of points scored. And um, honestly, I think that uh, they have their team total set right now. Buffalo Bills, you know, over 24 and a half, minus 125. The Chiefs are uh, over 28 and a half, minus 115. Honestly, I think it'll go over. I like the odds for the Chiefs. I'll take Chiefs. I like both games going over. The Bills Bills have been, um, you know, a public favorite lately. So... I mean, I guess the the you know the Chiefs, they're they're not really popular, uh, you know, against the spread. But everyone always just thinks, oh, the Chiefs, yeah, they'll win by fifty. You know what I mean? It's such a small number, though. Like, it could ease the Chiefs could easily cover three and a half. Yeah, for real. It'd be weird if it comes down to a field goal. For real, because then shit, you think about Bucker. He hasn't been great all year. He's been fucking blowing the game for them. And I think, this could actually be the game where it comes down to where he is blowing it. I think the Bills have the advantage in terms of kicker. Tyler Bass, yeah, that food freaking mm. yeah, that fool is sick, yeah. And um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Harrison Bucker, this fool, he's been, he's been, he's been spying, you know, doinking off the freaking, you know, uprights and shit like that. So I don't know, man. I think that that everything. This could come down to that, and uh, you know what I mean. But uh, I don't know if you're if you're the Chiefs, you're gonna have, oh, fuck. I don't know. Like, you're gonna hope that the you know the Buffalo Bills have a have a real bad day on offense because uh, they're the the Chiefs defense is just horrendous. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what about Josh Allen props? You know, uh, what about those? You know, what are you know what are those gonna drop at? 
you know, because that's gonna be that's gonna be something for sure. If I were to go with my most confident bet, and I've been betting this over the season, and it's won me quite a bit of money, but uh, I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill over on longest reception. They usually put it at like 20 yards, 20 25 yards, but he could easily get that on like a 49 yard bomb by Mahomes. I like betting that. Um, so I'm going to go with that as my lock for the game. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, my lock will be Buccaneers over 10 and a half. Team total, it's at minus 115. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so to recap our locks for this championship Sunday, um, uh, top two picks, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers over 10.5 rushing yards and Tyreek Hill over longest reception. I'll look up the prop right now. What are your top two? They could be same game too if you want it. I'm going to go not going to lose. They better not lose. I'm going to hold you accountable. All right, let's fucking do it. I got <laughs> Buccaneers over 10 and a half. Team total, first half. Okay. Okay. Dude, that, that, that's easy money. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That's easy money. I'm 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 with you on <coughs> I'm with you on that one. Alrighty. And so and then my other one is going to be for the Bill from the Bills and the Chiefs game. And <clears throat> excuse me. That is going to be I'm gonna go with the uh, shit. I like you know what? Because I'm looking at some I'm looking at some alternate lines. And uh, I'll take Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, bro. I'm going to go Chiefs over 59 and a half. Alt line, the total. Total it's at plus. Yeah, it's at plus 165. I can Those see that. that. Okay, so I, I think I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Ooh, what if Mahomes doesn't play? Does it change? Yeah, it does. Fuck. Because hopefully the – Wager uh, attack help lets me change it too. Oh, um, yeah, it, it it will change and it'll be a prop. And I'll go with uh, for my prop. I have it written down right here. I'm gonna playoff Lenny plus three fifty most rushing yards. Let's go. I like and that. That's the NFL conference championship props. To be sick, yeah. Tyreek Hill is set at twenty five point five. I definitely think he gets. Over that should be a fun one to see. <coughs> now, say Mahomes doesn't go. Does Clyde Edwards Alaire get it? Get 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 a get a poke at this uh, most rushing yards? He's set right here at plus three fifty. Is he even playing? I don't know. Yeah, he's he's back. He's back practicing now. Let's see a Levy on Bell anytime touchdown score. I don't have those right now, but you would take that one? I don't know. I'll take Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes would be a cool one. I definitely might put something on Aaron Rodgers anytime touchdown score. Fuck it, let's let's parlay all the all the quarterbacks. Um Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen to all get a touchdown. And then Tom Brady, <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, that was a good one. Fuck. Is that our parlay for the podcast? <laughs> the, par- the fucking court, the three-headed quarterback parlay. I'll do. I'll do the math and pretend we put something on it, but I'll get the odds for the individual anytime touchdown score. And then yeah, fuck uh, that, dude. The odds got to be like plus thirty-four thousand. It's a good parlay. It's a good parlay. We uh, I like uh. Have you seen some of the crazy ass like uh, the props that they have? You know, I, I know they don't have them up in the book that I use, but but like at like a uh, bet MGM and shit like that, like big you know spots, they have uh, props on commercials, bro. We're like, oh, will Ashton Kutcher come out in a fucking commercial, or will uh, you know what I mean? It's like, like what the fuck? They have, uh, will the Pringle guy? Will the Pringles guy? touch his mustache you know like plus 350 like what the fuck 
there's got to be some insider tip crazy. on that shit. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck do you cap for that? Like, you, oh, let me just, I watch hella commercials. I just fucking <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like, what? Bro, what if, what if sports betting just turns into that? <laughs> or like betting in general. You're just like betting on everything. That's crazy. Bro, betting is a hell of a market and people are starting to notice and it's becoming legal everywhere. Like, FanDuel's going to come to California soon. Dude, when do you think that will happen? And why hasn't it? Fuck. Definitely by 2022. It'll definitely be legal. Um, damn. Good bets. Good week for for betting. Soccer's on a bit of a downhill. I was trying to stay up with it, but lately I haven't been able to get like a crack at it. My parlays have been like one pig short, and it's just horrible. I've, I've had, dude, I lost another parlay today by one pick. So that that's, that brings a total to like 10 parlays where I've lost in the last like three weeks. By one pick. It sucks. Uh, it fucking sucks. No, that's the worst, bro. I, I kinda, that's why I kind of scared away because I was like, I was losing more money. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck, man. Because I'm like, well, let me do a $30. Let me do a fucking, you know, or like I did five, ten dollars $10, you know what I mean? Basically, yeah. bucks. And then the shit, the shit part about it was that I was hitting like half of them, you know what I mean? And they were getting one, you know, wrong or whatever. And it was like, dude, if I just straight betted those things, like, you know what I mean? Like I could have made freaking some good money. And so I, that's, a, that's kind of like where I've just been at right now is just strictly, you know, straight bets and, and, and a parlay here and there, you know, if I feel good about all the straight bets I just did, you know, or whatever. But, uh, or a two-teamer that I just want to throw hell of money on or something like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, fuck, man. The parlays, I mean, they're great, though. When you hit, it's like, fucking, you feel unstoppable. You're like, let's fucking <laughs> Exactly, man. It's honestly addicting, but it's good <laughs> to, to, to keep a clear head and go at it bet by bet, you know? Yeah. But every now, every now and then it's acceptable. Like some dude on Twitter posted, uh, I'm gonna I'm thinking of starting doing parlays. Like, what are what are some tips? And I'm assuming he was talking about the NBA, but I was saying like, oh, uh, stick to I money line, <laughs> stick to money line, and if you do pick spreads, like at least buy all the points you can. And then uh, if the spread's too high, look at first half spread because it's usually half of it, and it's it, it's a pretty good value or first half money line, um, then stick to like three to five picks. And then I like to diversify between different sports. So I just like to pick favorites. Let's say like MLB season is here. I like to pick a lot of MLB favorites and then like maybe one or two hockey and then one or two NBA games. Like I love MLB. So hopefully once that starts, I'll be, I'll be kicking it into high gear. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, last year I was fucking, I was asking you hella questions, you know what I mean? And you were, you were on it, bro. You know what was up for sure. It's one of my better sports and obviously it's one of the hardest ones to handicap, but I enjoy looking at all the pitcher matchups and the different offenses and how hitters are doing. And it's a fun time. But a point that I wanted to make before we like, and the podcast was like back to the NFL, back to uh, the theme of like old versus young and all that. Like seeing Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are like two young quarterbacks that you know you're going to be seeing for the next like 10 years at least. And it gives you a good feeling, especially with the NBA too. Like you're seeing all these like rookies go off, like especially like Luka Doncic and Trey Young, and then you have like the these other young dudes like Colin Sexton and Cole Anthony, and these are the guys you're going to be growing with. And I've noticed from like some old people like telling me about like sports events they witnessed in the past. And how they grew up with, like, Michael Jordan or, like, Magic Johnson and stuff like that. And it's cool to be a part of the history and just grow up with these players. And, like, in the future, you'll be able to, like, tell your grandkids or kids or anyone really just, like, 
what you witness and like oh i remember when like these kids are like just starting out and now they're like nba legends and stuff like that and it's honestly just starting yeah that's pretty that's pretty dope that uh you know fucking to see that the young talent come up like that yeah, and especially if you, like, stick with these kids in college and stuff like that and you like, the Heisman winners and then you see them go off to do good things in, like, professional sports and you see, like, the great comebacks and, like, all these, like, dudes and, and like, meant for the, like, spotlight, you know? So it's really cool just to, like, see them develop into that. Yeah, they freaking uh... – one, one, one player that I kind of, you know, follow a little bit is uh, Jake Garcia, you know, because uh, at first, you know, it's college football. At first, you know, he was going to be going to USC. And uh, so, you know, we were all st- – I was all stoked. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, with fire help. And, but anyways, I was like, <clears throat> I want I want to get the – you know, I want to get an eldest guy. I started following him on Twitter or whatever. And um, then he ended up transferring, you know. So it was pretty crazy, you know, that uh, he, he now he's a uh, he's over in Miami University, the U. And, um, you know, I still pay attention to him, whatever, because I just think he has that, you know, that that star, you know, you know, how do you say it? Just vibe. You know what I mean? So that's one player that, you know, if anyone out there wants to, you know, look into, you know, it's pretty good uh, quarterback is uh, Jake Garcia. The you. Let's see. Let's see where he ends up. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we're in for a hell of a weekend. Yeah, bro. I plan on making some fucking some good dough uh, this weekend, and then cashing out and going to Vegas next weekend. So. Damn. Good luck on that shit, man. Hell yeah, man! I got. <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty stoked to head out there. I'm gonna go out there with my my boy Justin and uh, his lady and then my lady were going to head out there. So, you know what I mean? Throw down some, some plays and uh, just try to have a good time. Hey, let's go po- po- post your bed slips on the group chat. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, be posting and showing with you guys what I got. It's always dope to see the, the physicals. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't done it, but hopefully soon, you know. <laughs> yeah, fuck we'll, be, yeah we'll, we'll be out there but man it was good talking to you um let, let's yeah, let's keep doing this i like where this is going so let's just uh hopefully we get our picks right and and, and move on you know hell yeah bro for sure i'm down it was good talking to you too dog and uh good fucking smoke sesh with you and uh hell yeah let's do this shit again whenever sure. man you sit me up and uh you know as long as as long as I, I, you know, I got a little bit of free time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'll work with your schedule, but you just let me know. Yep. Yes, sir. Ooh. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, bro. All right. Have a good one, too. Peace out, bro. See you. Late. <laughs> okay. I hope you guys liked me and Troy's conversation about the games this weekend, and I hope we bring you guys a lot of money. I know... These picks are locks, and we just hope they cash. So hopefully you guys take that into consideration. And remember, bankroll management is key, blah, blah, blah. You already know the story, but we don't care about that. We got locks, okay? So so bet the house, bet the mortgage, you know? We got you covered. Anyways, uh, here's here's a bit of an intro talk we had that I decided to put at the end of the podcast. Um, we go over what has happened in hockey this week, and I hope you guys get some insight from it. But thank you guys for listening, and have a good one. Yo. Hey, yo, yo. Uh, uh, they just scored your third goal over 2.5, right? Yo, did fucking San Luis score it, though? Yeah, yeah, they just got a penalty. Oh my god! It's uh, it's three zero right now. Oh, fuck, bro! I didn't throw down that. I only threw down the both uh score. 
Bro, I need I need Chivas to score. <laughs> I know, this dude. They're killing me. What the At fuck? At least one. You know what? You know what screwed me over today was uh, I have a I have a coworker. He's a fucking Chivas fan. So you know this fool. So this fool freaking. He was all hyping him. Should have known he was a fucking homer and been like faith. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You can never bet with your heart, I guess, but. I mean, sometimes it's worth it. I like betting on the A's, fucking even if even if they lose, I'm just like, well, <laughs> that's your that's, that, that's your team, huh? Yeah, I'm a diehard A's fan. Dude, that's what's up. I'm an A's fan. I got uh, I got tricked into being an A's fan years ago, and uh, come to find out years later, as I'm still a faithful, you know, A's fan. My cousin, who made me become an Ace fan, now is a Giants fan. <laughs> and uh, I was like, hey, bro, what the fuck? Hey, what really happened? <laughs> no, nah, he's, a, he's a Bay Area fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that shit's funny. I mean, they do have three World Series, so, I mean, might as well jump on the bandwagon, you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. At least they're not the Angels. Bro, you catch uh, yesterday's uh, NBA action? Fucking, uh, uh, I, I, <clears throat> yeah, I had a couple. Um, fucking uh, Cavs beat the Nets. Magic came back from being down 13 in the fourth on the uh, Cole Anthony buzzer beater. Dude, Cole Anthony, that was that was a beast buzzer beater. Bro, and apparently, like, like before the season, people were like. Oh, he's not taking, like, basketball seriously. And apparently, like, he didn't know if he wanted to, like, commit his life to basketball. But, like, dude's a baller, dude. Imagine if he tries a little. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, I mean, it was a great day for basketball. I mean, I, I liked what I saw from the Nets. But, like, they do lack, like, the depth. And they're going to have to balance the lineups a lot to where I think they should just have two superstars at one time. And with Spencer Dinwiddie out, I think they should just run like a two-point guard system with uh, James Harden and Kyrie because James Harden can play point guard, and we've seen it from him. He could get the assists. So, I mean. Yeah, he, he plays a great – the, their tempo is just unbelievable. I was watching uh, – <clears throat> I believe it was on Monday. I had a, a horse in the race with the second half over. It was like 122 and a half. And – Damn, uh, dude, they 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 got in the second half. They ended up hitting one thirty five, and and yeah. I mean the the tempo was unbelievable, bro. It was almost like everyone was just spread out all over the court, and they were just hucking it back and forth, yeah, and just scoring real quick. Three pointer there, three pointer. There. I was like, dude, these guys play with a a crazy amount of tempo. But yeah, uh, it was it was fun to see. I heard it was like, kind of thrown off with uh, Kyrie back. Uh, I, no, I I thought it was a lot of, like, media overhyping it, but, like, they just need to learn how to play together, you know? Yeah. And I, I think as soon as they find out how how each of their strengths work, and, I mean, I honestly think they should run, like, design plays for each of them to where you get them in a position where they're uh, high percentage and very effective, and then you just, like, kind of ride the hot hand that day. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <clears throat> I've been uh I've been, yeah, I've been getting pretty uh getting into these NBA games lately. But uh to tell you the truth, man, it hasn't been uh unless I'm telling JT, you know, I haven't really been doing that good. Um my over unders and stuff like that. Um you know, they're they're a little bit better, but as far as uh kind of just uh I had a few things that I did have as a recap for our for my betting week. I had blue. Uh, this is all to the to the group chat that we're in, you know. Yeah. But um, I kind of went back and logged everything, kind of just see what where I was at, and I was actually kind of surprised. So I went this past this past week. So since last Friday, I think this was to, or Saturday, and with the plays I've given to the group chat, I've gone six and five. Hey, so. At least you're up. <laughs> Yeah, barely shit. But I'll tell you what, bro, freaking um 
when when I was looking back over them, I was noticing a couple of trends and things that I was getting that I was good at. But should I've been calling, you know, uh, a couple of hockey bets, you know, or at least more than I've actually I thought myself. Um, but I had I had, a, I had a couple of cool ones here that uh, like today I had a Blue Jacks Blue Jacket score first. I gave that one out. Uh, it was a plus one twenty, and um, that one hit in the first. I think twenty second or thirty seconds. Blue Jackets scored. Uh, also, I had Flyers money line. That one no good. They lose in shootout, um, or yeah, in a shootout or overtime. Overtime. Then also, I had uh, Oilers to score first. That happened yesterday. That was against the Maple Leafs. Um, also, I had the Habs and the Canucks under one and a half uh, goals in the first period. That one hits. The Coyotes score first is what I had. Uh, I, I like these NHL props because not only do not many people uh, bet them, but they're kind of like they're easy. Not I don't want to say easy. You know, this is never easy, but they're easy to to handicap you know what i mean like yeah. just you know uh, at least with the stuff that i'm getting there's this one dude on the kings i saw like a trend i guess but uh this one dude on the kings has scored every game and he's like new for them so he's like not i don't know if he was like the first one or the first one since but he's like scored in his first three games with the kings hey chivas just scored let's go let's go hey let's go <laughs> that was a oh, sick. No, it was a sick goal good. too, dude. I, I had it, I had it up here. Shout out to uh, King Picks VIP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dude. Uh, that he's nine. He's he's nine and zero in Mexico plays this season. Oh shit! Yeah, hell but yeah, like, dude. I'm I'm fucking. I, I love the Mexican league, bro. Honestly, like I gave out a the under two and a half Atlas and uh, Guaratero, uh the other day. Um, Bro, was it that one day where all the scores were like one 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 zero, like there was no twos on the board whatsoever? It was a. Uh, this was two days ago, I believe. Yeah, no, no, yeah, this was on a month. This was Monday, actually. Dude, yeah, there was like a a day where like all the games were like one zero one one, and like yeah, this one it. this one ended up being z- uh, one to zero. Yeah, Guadalajara won, and they won it in the last two uh, two minutes. Um, but I did, dude. Oh my gosh, I, I really want to talk about this freaking bad beat that I had. So, oh, such a bad beat. I had Sharks Blues first period over one and a half. The Sharks were three and three, or three for three with uh, on the first. Um, sorry, one point five goals over the first period. Yeah. Okay, they were three for three. The Blues were two for three going into this. The Sharks score 30 seconds into the game. <laughs> so you just they need don't, one more they goal. Do not, they do not <laughs> score the rest of the first period. For the, oh, that sucks. Then, then to start oh, the man. second period off, there's two goals within the first two minutes in, in the second period. <laughs> I, that's just, bro, I mean – I remember I've had bad beats, and like I said, you know, last week. But dude, hockey just the worst, dude. They they just they drag you around. They don't care. It's it's just ruthless. Another one that I had a horrible bad beat was uh, uh, the Sabers money line. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, not the money line. I called the money line. We cashed that in the group, and then freaking uh, well, anyone that tailed, and then I also gave out under six. For that same game, Sabers Flyers, I believe, and bro, it's five to zero Sabers with two <laughs> with two minutes left to go in the game, and they score two goals, two power play goals, bro. Jeez. I could not believe it. I'm like, one of them was at the two minute mark exactly, and then the next one was at a minute and ten was left in the game, and they fucking scored, bro. It was just. All-timer, bro. It's so crazy because I was watching, like, the Canadians and Canucks game right now, and, like, the Canadians were up, like, 3-2, and then all of a sudden they score, like, three goals within two minutes in the second period. The the game's not even over. They're in the second intermission. And it was just, like, there's, like, some days where that shit just happens, you know? And there's some days where they're just missing everything. And 
I don't know. I mean, especially with, like, Canadians and Canucks, they've allowed a ton of goals, especially in, like, the first four games. But, I mean, I'm I'm looking more at, like, over-under trends. I think that'll be more consistent in terms of instead of me betting, like, money line or, like, inside regulation and stuff. Yeah. So I'm honestly just going to try to focus on over-unders this season and see how that goes. Hell yeah, dog. I love it. I fucking... I feel like that's one thing that you can – not necessarily that doesn't change, but like I said, like you can use the same system almost, you know, for handicapping every sport when it comes to over-unders. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think – You, don't, think you like, don't necessarily need to know the whole roster, know the whole situation, stuff like that, you know, circumstances and stuff. You know, you can kind of get a feel of just the way the, the you know, the stats, you know, lead you. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting a better feel for it. Uh, I know, like, today I was seeing on Twitter that, like, I think, like, the New Jersey Devils uh, goalkeeper was out today or, like, due to COVID or something, but they ended up yeah. postponing the game. Yeah, Blackwood. Yeah, that would have been an easy bet to try and get in. But I'm sure, like, Vegas would have adjusted. <laughs> well, they – um, I did, didn't they play the Islanders? Did they play today? I don't know if they yeah, even played. They, they, yeah, they end up playing the Islanders. Islanders win 4-1. Uh, that goes under. That's five straight unders for the Islanders. Um, something to look out for. Uh, oh, uh, unders, over-unders. How, how consistent do you think uh, like team total uh, bets are this season? Do you think they'll be like easier to hit? or For which? The hockey? Yeah, like team total over unders. Like usually it's at like what two and a half, three and a half. Yeah, you know what? The thing about the team totals, uh, I've got, I've, I've dabbled a little bit, you know, here and there when when I really like something, but um, I tend to go after team totals in the second game they play. So they'll play one game and then they play again a day later or whatever, two days later. I like to go after that team total then for the team that just lost. Because there's always that bounce back game. There, yeah. if, if it's been happening all, all year already, right? Where we're where one team. I mean, look at the other day. It was Maple Leafs. You know, they work the Oilers, and the next day the Oilers beat the freaking Maple Leafs. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it, it's it's everywhere in, in a sense of you know uh, where where the the wealth is getting spread around. So it's not necessarily just if you're good, you're good. I mean, unless you're the Lightning, but you know. They 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 eke out with a an overtime win today, you know, yeah. over the Blue Jackets, who who always has given them a hard time. You know what I mean? So, you know, with something like that, I would look at you know next time if if they are playing the Blue Jackets again. Um, I'm not sure. I don't want to say they are, but if they are playing them again, I would really look into that uh, that team total. You know, for the Blue Jackets, I would even look in the Blue Jackets money line type of deal because, yeah, it's, you know, the lightning, you know what I mean? And they're, they're, they're number one right now. But when, if they're giving you the numbers, you know what I mean? If there's the value in these bets, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I always tell one of my buddies, you know, Justin, I'm always like, hey, dog, like anyone can bet who's going to win the game, right? But when you throw numbers at the, at them now or you put numbers to teams, then the whole thing switches up. And I was like, but why does it switch up? Not because the teams automatically switched up. I was like, it's because the numbers. So we have to work these numbers every every, every chance we get. You know what I mean? And uh, catching little things like that um, is going to be crucial. You know, and even with over-unders, bro. You know, it's one game. So look, at, look at today. You know, uh, or, or the other day, yesterday, actually, it was uh, the Ducks in, in, the, in the wild. And the game before that, the Ducks in the Wild, it was a 4-2 game. It goes over to five and a half. Then yesterday, you know, you think you're going to get the same type of, you know, uh, deal. Maybe it'll be switched around. The Ducks might win. Well, the Ducks ended up winning. Uh, I believe it was 1-0. And they are 2-0, and they scored in the last three, in the last third, uh, in, the, in the third period. So the, everything, it switches around. And, and that's the good thing, though. That, that can actually help us as betters. You know, yeah. is catching these trends and understanding these little things. Obviously, it's not like that for every game. Like, you know what I mean? The slate, all right, let's just switch every team now. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, you got to still you know, 
dig in the in, into the box scores, you know, and understand that, you know, some of these were last second power play goals, some of these were empty netters and shit like that, you know. But um, yeah, the yeah, team totals, uh, they're cool and everything. But yeah, just check them, check them out the second game or the third game that they play. Yeah, I'm sure as the season goes on, like we'll be able to get a bigger sample size and kind of get just like a better picture on like the baseline of how a team performs and then given on like if some team has like key players out or if they're just playing like back-to-back games or they have like a look-ahead spot, like a game that really matters for placing or something like that, then we could start and and kind of adjusting for that. And I, I mean, it only it'll only get more accurate the the more the season goes out. So we should really just honestly look to close out the season well, and and try to like just get a better picture as we go. Yeah, hell yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah, everything with time and a lot of things like luck and instinct. Like oh, I, I, the the more you. I've the more I've bet like the more I've like caught on to like these little feelings that I have where like a bet's gonna go wrong or let's say it could easily go the other way but I just wasn't looking at it right and I gotta learn to like listen to that instinct. <laughs> no, I feel you, dude, because that that is a big part of it. You know what I mean? A lot of people think you know it's only numbers or it's only you know just luck or whatever, but. Dude, uh, you know, a part of it, too, is just that gut feeling. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. You know, I mean, like uh, the other day, you know, I, I had a bet and, uh, you know, I, I liked it. it was, like I said, it was that Nets um, second half bet. And I liked it. And I threw 100 down on it. Or I threw I threw down a, uh, to win 100. Yeah. Right? Fuck. I thought to myself, well, if I felt good enough to throw 100, why not throw more? Yeah. Like realistically, you know what I mean? I already threw a hundred, you know, I, what am I going to be like? Oh, throw 10 more bucks. I'm like, nah, I don't know. And 110, that's too much. <laughs> no, nah, fuck no. But what did I do? I went back in there and I threw down 420 to win 400. And that fucking ended up hitting bro. And I, and I went up fucking 500. You know what I mean? That's my money back. You know what I mean? So it was something that, that I've been trying to get myself in the groove, uh, build the confidence within my my risk taking you know what i mean like not yeah. not being afraid to to be like fuck it i'm gonna throw down you know the house on this shit you know Dude. what i mean or, or even just a bet in general you know what i mean going to you know you're like fuck everything i think right now is going for this team but there's something that's telling me this is going to be a weird game you know what i mean and sometimes that feeling's right man yeah and i mean uh, there's some times where you just see like a bet and it screams out like hammer this like there's no way this is gonna lose and like on these bets I'm probably like I've only seen like 10 where I was like confident and like maybe betting my entire life savings you know and, yeah. um, they've they've cashed out a pretty good record so maybe I should start following these but I mean they uh we want to start implementing something in the podcast where we just like pick one or two like confident picks like locks basically that we think are just going to cash no problem and basically just uh keep a record of that and and basically keep like a a weekly and monthly like fade index and if we're doing well it was the number will show it and if we're doing bad then our listeners can fade our picks (laughs) Okay, hell yeah, I like that. Shit, I might even fade my own picks. No, just kidding. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> right, you know, it's like, well, I mean, I've heard of a strategy like that, like a dude in the Las Vegas uh, uh, super contest and, and those, like, those, you know, those millionaire uh, ones, the NFL, where they pick a team each week and shit, yeah. the survivor pools. Well, some dude, he was he was also, there's a, there's a called a boo-boo award, right? The boo-boo prize, the boo-boo million. And you win a million if you have the worst record out of everyone, which is crazy, right? It's but crazy it, it to then, think about but it. But then it's like, fuck, I have to try to win. And then you're over here picking winners. Like, what the fuck? When I try to pick winners, it don't work. You know? Yeah, and- but I heard this dude had a strategy where he was going for the million for the best record. And he was going for the boo-boo prize. And what did he do? He picked his five teams, then just picked the opposite. And he started off five and one and one and five. And, you know, so he just kept doing that. He ended up winning the boo-boo prize, and he didn't win the million. (laughs) But he won the boo-boo prize because he said at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? I'm starting to pick winners. Like, 
pure winners. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, and but but I don't have a chance to win the the million. I think it was a circle million. He's like, I don't have a chance to win the circle million. So I'm just going to go for the boo-boo, you know, and then he ended up getting that. So it's pretty crazy, you know, like fading sometimes can end up working out. You know, I know that there's a, this, uh, this dude online that everyone talks about a freeze or whatever, you know, and, um, or Ben the better. And you know, the better. I, I, I look at the post and I'm like, how the fuck is this oh, followers? This Dude, and you could make hella money though fading him. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why everyone follows him. Bro, and it's so funny because all their comments just say like, "Dude, how are you still betting?" You're like, "Dude, just like take a week <laughs> off." And it's like they don't they don't get the bigger picture. You know, it's like yeah. they say they say the worst better is the the one who is average, the one who hits fifty percent. And and honestly, that there's so much truth to that because either you're really good or either you're really shitty. But like both are good over just being yeah. average yeah but, dude like fuck i was even thinking about following the guy just to fade him you know what i mean i was dude, like and people, he gives, people he are always gives, trying to give out locks he gives them out every now and then and it's just like damn you can make so much money just fading this dude <laughs> that's hilarious that that is that is hilarious i think i just might i might start doing that on my own you know what i mean and just rack up i know i know like a few twitter people that like got a lot of following from doing like these pick of the day things and there's like this uh reddit handle called like sportsbook or sportsbook it's just like they have threads on like the different events that day so they have like different conversations for like college basketball football basketball soccer you know and then they have this like pick of the day trend and like this twitter you this twitter user got like 1300 followers just from getting like a 14 and no streak on the on like the reddit uh-huh. sub so honestly, I might try and do something like that to where like we put the picks out on the podcast and we kind of just like give out like a pick of the podcast or like pick of the day type deal. And and then we uh, we go undefeated and get hella followers and listeners, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's like, okay. No, I'm down. We, I like that idea. If we start making money, the audience is there. So as long as we get the word out. And we stay consistent with our picks. We could like log them and people could see what we've been picking and people could follow them. And all we ask, if you want the pick, you just got to listen, you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, you know what we should do too? So fools don't just fucking try to hop on and then go to the end and listen to it. Yeah. We'll just put it out every, randomly every every time. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Cool, I mean, I'm, I'm hella down for that. And I hey, mean, but, as long uh, as- as long as we do well, the audience will come. Yeah, hell yeah. You build it, they will come. 